words they think are beautiful. And the, these are what she wrote down today. Ocean, sun, and rain. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, we're in Pakistan, and we are joining Tara, who is 12, and her best friend Maria, who is 7, for the first trip to the shrine of the Keeper of the Flies. What would I pray for? My true mother, a family, a home. My life serving Safiya with Bhaga and her sons was better than if someone from the orphanage rescued me from the train where my mother had abandoned me when I was just a baby. That's what Bhagan told me, but I wanted more than either of them was ever willing to give me. I'm sure I didn't sleep that night. I had to think of the perfect prayer. So would be heard by, the, by Sai Makhiyamala, the keeper of the flies. Amar Bhagna explained that to be heard, I had to be respectful. First, an invocation to God, followed by a durud to the Prophet. Only then should I think of myself. If I asked for and received a mother, would that make me happy? I wasn't sure. What if she was like Jannat? Did I want a mother like her? If I asked for a family, I might be happier. A home with a family would be even better. I decided to keep all my options open, make a list, say it quickly, and then wait for the most deserving prayer to be acknowledged. The next morning, I was up before the others. After breakfast, Amar Bhaga and Sultan, her eldest, carried the parts of meat on their heads, and Maria and I walked behind them on the canal banks through the cane fields. Maria trailed us and twice dropped her two rupees, the money we received for Eid from Bibi Safiya. The second time she dropped the money, I helped her tie it in the corner of her dubatta, the way I had done. The weighted knot would remind her that it was safe. She just needed to keep checking it was there. When we reached the main road, I grasped Maria's hand, sensing her terror of the whizzing, overcrowded buses, trucks, vans, and much slower but just as unpredictable carts drawn by pairs of garlanded bullocks. Men held on the back, side, back and sides of the vehicles and some sat on top holding the luggage rails to avoid toppling off. The vehicles were de decorated with paintings of birds and beautiful women. Dusty silk scarves in pink, blue and green fluttered from tiny mirrors on each side. The art and colors celebrating the auspiciousness of all journeys. Even the bullets were dyed bright pink, with jewel-like bells proclaiming their arrival. Maria pointed at the man, a man dressed in a woman's clothes, with his face covered in pink and white makeup. She looked up at me and smiled, and I made a stern face, not knowing how to respond. I stepped back to avoid the sparks and ashes of a cigarette flying out of a bus window. Two men holding hands sauntered by and a crowd of passengers exiting from a bus on the opposite side of the road crossed to our side. Give me your hand, I told Maria, pulling her closer to my side. Sultan had told me of the pickpockets at the bus stop and I was worried Maria might get swept away in the crowd. Sweating under the meat pot, Bhaga shouted, Sultan, my son, stop the fastest bus to the shrine. Express buses flew by, not stopping, leaving a layer of dust to settle on our group as they disappeared into the horizon. 
Amma Bhaga asked me to lower the pot of meat from her head and I struggled to help her. She rested and we waited. I was not used to traveling in a bus and I wasn't sure how to make them stop. Sultan stretched, stretched out his right hand while steadying the meat pot with his left. The bright painted buses rushed past and choosing to, choosing to ignore us meat carriers. Would we ever get to the shrine? Thank you.